Simon and Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek: The Next Generation. You're listening to Dead End Sins, powered by the Bean. Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll try and get a pod Bean advertisement. Eventually, it would it would just be they'll have to pay us for it because we'll get so popular. Uh, we'll get so popular. Wait, are you implying that we would have to pay them for it in the first place? <laughs> I guess <laughs> for the advertisement. Yeah, yeah. Please uh, let us advertise for you, please. <laughs> Here, take my money. I just want to. I just want to say your name on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, we want to do Hello Fresh. That's the one. Oh, that's what we want. We gotta do Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. Do you I'm want to have shit out for free at the moment? Do you want to have boxes of rotten food outside your front door for a week before you actually get to it? Dead <laughs> Dead Ensigns. Dead Ensigns. A Star Trek podcast where we watch. You guessed it. Star Trek, right? <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's the thing. All right, uh, oh yeah, actually, my uh, death of my innocence, I guess that's what it was what I could call it. it that's was... a that's a an upsetting way to put it. Yeah, it was. I you could say it was it was a a small ego death for you. Yeah, it was. It kind of yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, like, explain it. Yeah. So this was before we actually started started watching Star Trek Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I think. At my brother's or something, and I was just sitting there watching Star Trek Enterprise episodes. I got, I think I got like to season two, half of season two before. Right, right. Then I, I kind of stopped and then I restarted watching it with you like a couple of months later. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was sitting there and it was tough, right? You, you look at the news and stuff, you, uh, you, uh, the state of the world. The state of the world, you know, you look mm-hmm. at it, and I remember I was sitting there watching the intro, right? Because you gotta watch the intro. You uh, have to watch the intro to Enterprise. Yeah, you gotta watch the Star Trek Enterprise intro. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been a long way, you know, and it's... Getting from there to here. Yeah, and, you're, yeah. You're, and I'm watching this, and I'm listening to this surf rock sort of song going on in the background. I would and say more Christian. Christian rock. Christian rock. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at this, you know, the Star Trek Enterprise intro is like the humanities kind of strive towards discovery right and expeditions yeah. you see the, the uh, sh- discovery <laughs> <laughs> callback uh but yeah you get you know the the ships you know people reaching out into the unknown to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to you know the limitless power of humanity yeah you you see the the ships then you see i think you you see the uh right brothers like first plane and you see like yeah. Uh, you see the Apollo, you know, missions happening, and mm-hmm. it's like uh, you see like the, the astronauts doing spacewalks. You see yeah, the moon. You land. see them. You see them planting the Terran flag. No, that's that's a different one. That's a different one. <laughs> yeah. Then I would have been like, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, that's how it goes. But yeah, like you see, like humanity reaching out into the unknown, and and. Mm-hmm. 
conquering it kind of you know like this endless strive towards exploration and i remember i was watching it and you know it does the fade and at the end you see the enterprise you know doing the first warp no i think it's the cochran's ship no no it is enterprise doing the first warp jump you know Mm -hmm. and and then it does the fade out into the the black you know into black and, yeah, I, and it says executive producer Rick Bob. Yeah, and then I oh, and I and it's all black, and I just see my reflection of myself just sitting there watching this, and I was just like, mm-hmm. and I just started like tearing up, <laughs> like, and I was like, we're never going to reach this. <laughs> we will never be here. We'll never reach, you know, uh, utopic space communism, you know. Uh, yeah. And socialism, please. So, socialism. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> this isn't a political <laughs> podcast, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, you you know it, it and it, it you know I teared up and I I had a little cry for myself for for humanity's sake, you know. <laughs> I I cried for humanity, so nobody else had to, you know, for the statue can be place. That's like, so beautiful. Yeah. So that's, so beautiful. that's my stupid little story with the Star Trek Enterprise uh, mm. <laughs> um, uh, intro. It's the only intro that made me tear up. And uh, yeah, I got to learn a little bit more about you <laughs> and how you are now <laughs> disillusioned with the human project. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but that's okay. We have media to distract us yeah we got infinite. specifically star trek discovery yeah. <laughs> how great I, I love i love to be distracted yeah exactly and i love to be distracted from talking about star trek discovery from talking about star trek discovery and talking about other crap instead of actually covering the episode that we're yeah actually supposed to be covering mm-hmm. which is it's called what is it called, Max? The Battle at the Binary Stars. Yeah, I wanted to see if you would, if you had it open or something. I did have it open. You do have it open. Absolutely, that's good. That's good. That's good. See, I w- if if you didn't have it open, I would have expected a uh, give me a sec, uh, <laughs> click, 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 uh, click, click, uh, click. Uh, uh, the Battle of the Binary Stars. No, I have it open. I'm prepared for this. Not really, but yeah, it does seem. To be honest, I did find it quite difficult to try to recall. What happened? I'll be honest, this episode, I remember kind of zoning out a little bit because it was a little bit boring. (laughs) So, so to start with, uh, we, we have, we have, uh, Michael, Michael turning up for the first time out on the, on the ship, on the, on the, uh, on the Shenzhou, Shenzhou, uh, accompanied by none other than Spock's own dad. Mm-hmm. It's Sarek again. Everybody loves Sarek. Everybody loves Sarek. He's been in... How many series has he been in? The original series? Yeah, of course. Uh, the Next Generation. Yeah. Did they... I, do, I think... I think he died in The Next Generation. He did, remember? He had, like, the equivalent of, like, uh, Alzheimer's. Like, Vulcan, Vulcan Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's yeah. Where it was all of his feelings were coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me during while I was watching the Star Trek Enterprise intro. Uh-huh. All of your your emotions were flooding back. <laughs> um, he died there. I think that was the last one he was in up until I guess Discovery, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. So we got him back. Sarek is back. He's back and bigger than ever. 
Yeah. No, n- now and he's dropping off his his adopted daughter. Yeah, who is who I must say is is uh, doing a very good Vulcan face. For, yeah, she is appropriating the Vulcan yeah. culture quite quite well. Is it appropriate? It's not appropriation if you're adopted into it. Yeah, right? she I- is. She has been adult adopt adult adopted by the Vulcan people. Honorary Vulcan. <laughs> I think this is where we had the I had the conversation of like if you could become an honorary member of a race, what would it be? Yeah. I think we did, yeah. yeah. Ferengi I think of I had course. that conversation. Ferengi. The, of course. Um I think honorary Klingon. <laughs> uh, We've talked I've talked about I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but watching Discovery now, I don't want to be a, a Klingon anymore. Watching all the old stuff, I I felt like if I were alive in the nineties, if I were like a, a working actor in Hollywood in the nineties, mm-hmm. I would I would love to be. I think I would have nailed uh, having a recurring like alien role on, on like TNG or DS Nine. But like specific alien or just Freedom like Voyager? Oh. Not specific alien. Just like you know how they get the guy yeah. who plays like Wayun and stuff. Mm-hmm. He comes back as like different aliens yeah. throughout the thing. I could be like that, you know. Yeah. Just like I'd be on that that casting sheet of like we need an alien yeah. and speciality Klingons. <laughs> speciality. That's on my your speciality CV. is Klingons. Yeah. My that's on my CV. Yeah, <laughs> speciality Klingons. You have multiple headshots, and it's like you got like mm-hmm. one you without the makeup, and then you have like. Yeah, Twenty yeah, yeah. with you just wearing different <laughs> Klingon outfits. Different just ridges. one where I'm like, I got my head on my fist and I'm looking soulfully at the camera, and then the rest are just me like how holding a batleth in different ways, <laughs> looking at the camera like fucking Gowron. Yeah, yeah. With his giant bug mm, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I could have killed it. I could have killed it. But now I don't want to be one because I'm looking at these fucking stupid ass Klingons we got now. It would be it would be a shame because like if I wanted to be a, a Ferengi, if I can, I'm too tall to be a Ferengi. You are much too tall. They would have to do some ca- camera tricks <laughs> the, to make you a Ferengi. The, the only like <laughs> the only six foot <laughs> Ferengi. <laughs> that could be a whole episode in itself, though. The tallest Ferengi. Yeah. <laughs> the tallest Ferengi visits DS9. That's a pretty good title. His whole thing. His whole profit could be on him being a freakishly tall Ferengi. Like, yeah. he could make so much bank. That's his grift. Is Quark, his... Quark is, like, trying to convince him to, like, let him be his manager. <laughs> you know? So he can get, like, 5%. Or would it be just be, like, uh, like I'm a freak show sort of thing? That, well, that's what I'm thinking, but you're in charge. You're in charge of your own freak show. Oh. You've reclaimed it. I've reclaimed my own freak. You've reclaimed the Ferengi freak title. That's pretty cool. That could be, that would be the name of the episode. The Ferengi freak. <laughs> That's that'd a be, good alliteration. Yeah, yeah, it works. It, works. Yeah, it, it, would, it would have to be a DS9 episode because they love their freaks in the DS9. They love their freaks in DS9. Not only that, they love having like goofy episodes. Yeah. Especially about the Ferengi. About the Dude, you could have been directed by Rene Abojonois. <laughs> he loved directing those Ferengi episodes. Go over there. Be a Ferengi over there. Could <laughs> <laughs> no. you be taller? <laughs> Mm, a little smaller, actually. <laughs> that would be good. So, be good what's episode. my character about? Well, you're a <laughs> doll Ferengi. 
<laughs> What's my motivation in this scene? <laughs> There's of course there'll be a scene where I'm walking out of the Ferengi ship and I'm hitting yeah, my head you on bump stuff. Your head all the but time. then I go on some like bump your head. Yeah, and then I go on a DS9. I'm like, wow. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> you're, you're on the defiant. <laughs> I'm actually not hitting my head on everything. This ship is the perfect size. <laughs> oh yeah, of course I would have Finally. To, I would have to whistle with my teeth because my prosthetics are all fucked. Yeah. Um, Except you'd have a comically deep voice. Jesus Christ, we're talking about DS9 and Ferengi and stuff. Don't <laughs> hey, wait, look. We go on tangents here. Yeah. <laughs> Let it happen. The, the tangent show. Uh, this is Star Trek. It kind of sucks ass. No. It's fine. We go on tangents and talk about our own things <laughs> <laughs> that we think is funny. That's, anyway, yeah. we were talking about Sarah literally the first five minutes of the episode still. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so Sarek, he brings Michael aboard, and then Michael ends up, you know, seven years later, Michael's a captain now. Yeah. Um, except she tried to do a mutiny last episode, which isn't the best idea on a ship, usually. No, she's not a captain, she's a number one, she's a first officer. Did I say captain? Yeah, you did. I meant first officer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I say captain, that's my bad. <laughs> you did that last officer. episode, you were like, did you say yeah. DS9? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she was like, "Hey, let's shoot the Kling- we need to shoot all the Klingons right now immediately." Yeah, and everybody, kind of understandably, is like, "No, come on, we can't. We literally are not allowed to do that because of the because of the protocols." Yeah, like you can't just make a massive decision for an entire mm-hmm. like federation, right? You uh, can't. It's not allowed. Yeah, but- you're gonna start a war, basically. <laughs> yeah, but. You have like the entire thing, the also the Federation stuff like reinforcements also come in and They're that, supposed to be on their way. Yeah. You know, we left it with all of the Vol the all the, all the Klingons turning up. Um uh because they lit the beacon. They lit the, the beacon to reunite the houses. Yeah, the the the, the Flame of Kalos, I think it was called. The, like... the, yeah, yeah, it's like Kalos's beacon yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But they put they put Michael in the bridge in the bridge in the brig, <laughs> different one. Why do they make those? Those are two very opposite things, but they sound very similar. They uh, they do sound very similar. Oh, it's like the accidentally you you say yeah. like to the computer you say like oh <laughs> put Michael in the bridge and you're like oh fuck in the computer yeah. putting Michael in the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back, you go to sit in your captain's chair, and she's Michael's like, still fucking there. Yeah. Why couldn't they make you, you these? Gotta, you gotta like slap yourself on the forehead at that point. You're like, God damn it! Yeah, my bad. Spoonerism. <laughs> That's not a spoonerism, but you know. Um, the Klingons have all turned up, and they're talking to cov- to cov- to to. This is a fucking annoying thing to say. They're talking to to Kovma. To Kovma. The main. I kept wanting to say they're talking to Kovma. <laughs> <laughs> they're talking to to Kovma, and they're like, "Hey, why the why did you light the beacon?" You, you're from a disgraced house or whatever. You're from some fucking stupid cringe house. Yeah. Why would we listen to you? Yeah. And Takovma is like, no, you have to trust me. We're going to reunite. The The Federation want to destroy our our individuality and our belief in personal freedoms. Yeah. Yeah. So so his his thing is like, no, j- j- look, just watch. You don't believe me? Look, they're going to call me and they're going to offer peace. Yeah. They're going to be like, hey, let's be friends. Okay? <laughs> and, and he points at just the watch. hologram just you and he point, he's like, 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait just a watch, second. Just, just watch, watch. Just watch. And wouldn't you know it, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Georgiou, Captain Georgiou, calls up and like, hey, how you doing over there? Do you want to maybe uh, accept this this olive branch of peace that I am extending to you? I said it. I said it. I said it. She said it. She said it. She said it. All the Klingons are like, oh my goodness. How did he know? How did he know? How did he know that she would say that? Yeah. Um. So they take that as a sign to be like, okay, yeah. All right. Well, let's just kill all of them then. It's like, engage. The Kovmas are right. Yeah. Fucking engage. Yeah. And, uh, they blow up. They try and attack the 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 Shenzhou. They just that. Um, like uh, I think this is when the isn't this when the um isn't this when the other uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fe- ships turn up yeah. right the other Federation yeah, ships yeah definitely the Federation ships are here at this point. they're all zooping in yeah. they're all warping in <laughs> um and then there's a big firefight um I think this this episode. The Admiral turns up, and it kind of uh, proves the point that Admirals have, like, two purposes in this show. Um, It is to be uh, mad with power and racist. Yeah. Or die to show how strong the enemy is. Yeah. They have, those are the only two purposes an Admiral, this is the only two aspirations that an Admiral can have. You either gotta be, like, a mad racist Admiral, or, or dead. Yeah, or you've been taken over by a bug that makes you want to betray the Federation or whatever. Well, I mean, at that point, you're dead, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're just a <laughs> that's, that's, I would count that as you're dead. You're just a vessel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, but like, yeah. yeah. What I was just going to say is like, that's, that's yeah, those are the Admiral's traits. Yeah, but like. Being racist. The, uh, the shit, the, our ship gets hit. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, before this happens, we go to the brig where Michael is. Yes, all along the the. No, no. Well, no, no, no. no, no wait, it, wait, wait. It's she's no. There. It gets hit, but that's the whole thing. No, no, no. The, the, the deck before. with the brig on it. That's before gets opened up. That's before because before that we get hit in the bridge, I think, and then you see the guy right, walk okay. into the brig. Remember, the guy gets right, the concussion. Okay. He's like. We need you on the bridge. You're so good. That's you're just so good at this. Please, please come back. Come back please. onto the bridge, and then I forgot about this dude. Yeah. And then the deck gets hit, and it gets it gets zoop. opened up, and he gets he gets fucking pulled down to space. Yeah. But the shields are holding around Michael's brig. Yeah, which is cool. So she's doing okay. Yeah, for now. But the computer is like, uh, the shields at fourteen percent for the brig. Yeah, only. 15 minutes remaining or whatever. The Please shoot. evacuate the brig immediately. Yeah. And, yeah, so... Uh, and even, and to top it off, they're on the bridge and they're like, we need to divert powers up here. But they're like, but what about Michael? She's in the brig. Maybe. She might still be alive. I don't can they, can they, I don't think they have her, I don't think they can sense yeah. her life, right? Yeah, they, they don't. And it's, it's that weird thing with, like, wouldn't they have like cameras in the brig, you know, be able to no. check on that? But Star no, Trek... because of the com- the Star Trek computer sensors are just so good, they don't need cameras. Yeah, they don't need cameras. They don't need visual sensors, and also no. uh, <laughs> they don't need their eyes. Are you kidding? Yeah, Star Trek is very weird about their like security in general. Like, I think it's this yeah. as at some point in the Star Trek universe, there was like a some 
regulation got passed where you it's like super privacy where people just yeah. can't. I don't know. You you just can't be recorded in public or even on the well, federation. Well, it's like it's weird. It's like you can't. There's no visual sensors for anything. Yeah. So there's no just like cameras. You know, like you're saying. But at the same time, you can touch your com badge and just go, "Hey, where is this person right now at this second? <laughs> yeah. But it's only- and the computer will tell you. The computer will just go like taking a dump. Yeah. They're taking a dump yeah, right the, now. The, the uh, uh, lieutenant's Paris. Uh, a badge is in the toilet right now, you know. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Paris just dropped his badge yeah. in the toilet. <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, no, again. He's just, like, <laughs> putting oh, his hand in the toilet, trying to retrieve Hi there, Captain. I, I definitely didn't drop my badge in the toilet again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it definitely doesn't smell like pee right now. Oh, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's fine, though. It's fine. He can replicate a new one. He can just I'll, replicate I'll just a new put, one. Put, put in a sonic shower in it, like. That's where that's pee off that's of where it. all of that's where all of Tom Barris's like replicator rations went to every week. <laughs> dropping it, <laughs> he, he just kept dropping it in the toilet. He couldn't help it. Yeah, it was, it's just because he always pins it so loose to his to his uh, to his shirt that he like bends over to flush. And he just slips right off. Yeah, did we ever see a toilet you being used in Star Trek? Now I don't I, think I've I, ever seen a toilet in Star Trek. When I think about it now. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I don't. I mean, we've seen the showers. We saw a sonic shower in uh, son- Voyager. Yeah, we saw a sonic shower being used once in Voyager by Balan, and we saw a naked and body then, be and like, doing mama. And then there was a scene with them in the in the lower decks, I think. They had the big communal. Oh, they did have the sonic showers. Yeah, they did, and they had them. They were turning um, them up. There was like a bit turning them up way too high. Yeah, yeah and it was making was their ears bleed. Joke. Yeah, yeah. So they were having like a pissing contest. Anyway, anyway. Um, Michael's oh, in the brig. About... Oh yeah, Michael's in the brig. They don't know because they don't have cameras. Yeah, and she for whatever reason she like slumps down and she starts like having a, an episode where it she turns out. That Sarek just mind meld. He mind melded with her like before while doing that. He left. Yeah. He left a piece of his uh, what's it called? Katra. Katra. Yeah. That's it. He left. He left a piece of his Katra inside of her, which is kind of weird because it's not non-consensual in any way, right? It was. It feels kind of strange. I need to bring up the the joke I made. Oh, during the second Star Trek movie, you, you, you got it right. Right, yeah. the fucking Vulcans will look at a dead body and say, "Is anybody gonna mind meld with this guy?" And then not wait for an answer. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They'll just mind meld with whoever the hell. It's like the they went because the thing is, uh, Enterprise told us that they went like hundreds of years not using the mind meld. Yeah. And now that they're allowed to use the mind meld again, they're just going overboard with it. They're like, oh, mind meld. Oh, we can mind meld now? We gotta... Okay, I'll mind meld with whatever. Yeah, they'll just be walking by somebody walking their dog, and they'll be like, hold on, let me mind meld with your dog. Yeah, it's like they gotta, they gotta catch up on the, uh, hundreds of years of mind melding in the <laughs> two yeah, centuries. I have, this, I have this... I I think... This is a real life thing. I think if you were... Uh, if, if you were like prohibited something as a child then you are more inclined to indulge in it heavily as an adult right yeah and likewise if you were allowed to have something as a child you are kind of it's it's more normal and you don't feel the need to indulge in it as heavily Mm -hmm. you know this feels like a normal thing 
I think that's the same, but jet like for in the entirety of Vulcan society. Yeah. I think they went for a hundred years without being able to mind meld. They were prohibited from it. Everybody who mind melded was called a, a sex pervert, yeah. basically. Yeah. They, they, and now they can do it and they can't stop doing it. Yeah. Oh, I just love They've them. got they've got mind meld addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the average mind melder. Uh, average mind I'm melder. gonna meld. <laughs> it it is weird though, like like also in that flashback, the weird flashback where we see, like, Sarek, like, she's, like, unconscious. I don't even know, unconscious or dying, and he does the mind meld, and yeah. she gets revived by it. And it, Yeah, wasn't it at the, it was like, there was an explosion or something, Yeah, right? I think it was, it was like an explosion a, at a learning center. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta destroy the, the skull. <laughs> yeah, they gotta target schools, the Klingons don't care about yeah. your education. I think it was a Klingon attack. And, uh, yeah, it, it is very weird that, like, they feel like a need to have, like, a healing property, adding, like, a healing property, as if, like, being able to literally ma- meld two minds together and be able to communicate ideas that you would probably not be able to communicate verbally is not enough. It's, it's not just enough. not, no, it, more. it heals now, you know, like. So, yeah, it heals. It heals, it heals now. It's like the same thing that they did in like, you know, Star Wars, the new episodes, you know, the new the new trilogy mm-hmm. where Rey suddenly was able to use healing. Uh, That's her special unique force. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, because yeah. it's like the easiest thing you can do to make someone seem kind of cool and be able to fix like uh, kind of situations that seem uh, very dire in like mm-hmm. a second because you know you hurt someone really yeah. bad they're out and then the person comes heals them right and that's it cool yeah, yeah. you know suddenly you have a high stake it's also an, yeah it's a nice easy way to add high stakes but also remove tension yeah for some yeah things. have high stakes and then boom even out immediately you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you have uh she's like she gets like the entire thing she gets like a little flashback in the in the cell and uh she has a she has a it, well, what is? It's weird because it's like, oh, this is a telepathic communication with Sarek, but is it? Like, it's not actually no, no. Sarek. It's just his captor. Yeah, it's like he, she she's talking to Siri. But Siri, that's been like Sarek. She's talking to Siriac. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Siriac. Siriac. Yeah. Siriac. Uh- <laughs> yeah. And he tells her, "Hey." You gotta go to the bridge. Yeah, you gotta like this is. You gotta break out of. You gotta break out of the prison. You can do it. I believe it. Come on, this is Star Trek. You can do it. You can do it. So what she does is this is the first time we've ever seen this. She 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 out logics of the computer into letting her out of prison. Yeah, she does with with the ability with like her survival or whatever. Yeah, she like she's like oh, what's the survival rate if I go out there? And it's like the fourteen percent. Well, what's the survival rate if I survive in here? If I stay in here, zero. She's like, well, clearly I gotta get out there, right? Yeah, yeah. The computer's like, beep boop, beep boop. Yes, yeah. It's like she she ethical logic or whatever you want ethical subroutine she engages, which is like I did. It stand stood out to me because I don't. I I didn't think that's how the Star Trek computers worked. I yeah. thought it was just about like whether you have the clearance. Yeah, <laughs> it's. But now it's like I guess there's some kind of 
ethical subroutines or whatever that you can, within the computer. Yeah, I wonder if, like, yeah, exactly, would you be able to use these same ethical subroutines to, like, technically, if the situation is dire enough to be able to get the ship to give you, like, a captain's clearance or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like, if you know who would have killed at this? That insane murder serial killer in Voyager. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He would have been able to outlogic the computer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, 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 also, the 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 like crazy Dax. Yeah. Spirit. Jetsy is Phantom. Phantom. The, host. The, the secret. The, the secret one. Yeah, the secret. The host. one that takes over Cisco in that one episode. And tries to kill her. <laughs> He tries to fucking get out of immediately. He's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gone now. He's not inside of me. All right, lower the force fields. Ah, I got you. I'm done now. He's not here. And they just shoot him. <laughs> no, he's floor. really gone now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I swear he's really gone now. <laughs> Little do we know, the whole time Cisco was being <laughs> inhabited by that guy. Yeah. For the rest of the series. The rest of the series. Um. So. Uh. I was about to say Jedzia. So Michael, Michael, uh, the force field opens for like a split second out into the vacuum of space in such a way that she can propel herself towards the the door to the corridor that isn't blown up, so she can get to the bridge. Yeah, and she like she like becomes a torpedo. Yeah, and she just gets to the bridge. She just she succeeds. Let's say that that's yeah. She just she does, does it. She gets her. If you put your mind to it, and then you can, in in Star Trek you can do it. Yep. Yeah. She gets up there. I think this is when the admiral blows up. Yeah. That, I think. Yeah. I think the 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 Klingon ship literally just like cuts through. Yeah, the, it, the admiral ship like butter. No, because we like literally <laughs> like, we literally see the like ship like bulk under like something, yeah, and yeah. it turns out it's a cloaked ship that just uncloaks, yeah. <laughs> and it like it's just a knife that's just cutting through like a ship. It's like it's like the front of like a. Like a like a normal like a like a big ship that we have, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, just like it's pointed. It's not like a, it's not like these starships usually are in this show, where it's like they're kind of rounded and weird. Yeah, this one's like it's been designed to like ram ships. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And it's got a big. It's a big knife. Yeah, and then all all the like. Well, let me tell you, Admiral Brett, he's the butter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Game pop. Yes. <laughs> You get what I mean. <laughs> what are you going to say? It was a really hot knife going through that butter. But it was like it was like a one, one of those 1,000 degree knife videos. <laughs> Remember those? Those were really big. 1,000 degrees <laughs> knife going through <laughs> an explorer, <laughs> an <laughs> intrepid type ship, and you got different Star yeah. Trek ship that you just cut through the knife with a knife. But yeah, and it gets rammed, and it's like um, antimatter containment gets like they they it gets yeah, breached. Warp drive blows up, and it, they both the ships like explode, which is I don't know. Like I feel like that maneuver for Klingons, like I feel they would have done it only if they like you know they had no other way. Like you know they would like proper just like this is like Klingons don't like they're they are warriors and they are like you know. They fight till the end, but they're not like, let's do our suicide attack at the beginning of combat, you know? (laughs) 
you yeah. know, they're not like... Yeah, you want to at least try and, to try and secure a victory yeah, like, like, through it, survival first. They had to know that, they must have known that, you know, if you ram a ship, those are pretty fragile if you do that, and they can, they mm. have a literal, like, antimatter bomb fueling them, like, <laughs> you know, like, you should have thought, so maybe it would have been a bad idea to some, do something else, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, and basically, it does seem like everything kind of calms down after this, after this, right? It's mm-hmm. the Klingons are like, oh, you know, yeah. Well, I guess this is like I don't know. I think that's maybe part of Takovma's like one thousand IQ plan, you know? Yeah. Where he's like, ah, oh, by doing this, we can like make ourselves seem really vulnerable now. Yeah. And then they're gonna, and then we'll accept their stupid little, little cringe ceasefire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they'll come on board, and then they'll kill me, and then they'll, we'll, we'll win, and then all of the Federation will be killed by the rest of the Klingons. Yeah, because you've got the the other Klingon ships, except for the Tukovma flagship. I guess it's a flagship because it is the biggest ship that that was there. Like, yeah, yeah. it just tells all the guys, like, go back to Kronos, you know? Yeah. I'll just handle this, I guess, from now on, you know, yeah. from this point on. Uh, I'll deal with this, and he's like, if you don't hear from me, though, they killed me. <laughs> because they they didn't want me to unite the Klingons. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do the uh, the the Light of Kalos, I'll do two short bursts, then two long bursts. <laughs> And then one short burst, and that that you know that I I died, or I I didn't and, uh, die. And if you didn't see that, one burst for yes, two <laughs> bursts for no. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they realize, you know, like they they uh, she she gets onto the bridge eventually. Michael gets onto the wait. Do, does she get onto the bridge? She gets up there, yeah, because they come up with a plan to like go over there and yeah. capture. Oh yeah. Um, They're like, okay, well, here's our ultimate plan: is he wants us to kill him so he can be a martyr. Let's capture him, and then everybody will think that he's a huge loser yeah. instead. <laughs> he got himself captured. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, they have. You know, I I thought he was a cool guy, but then <laughs> he got captured. <laughs> oh, we... Now I think he's fucking stupid. They twist his arm and he goes, "Oh, how yeah. how I give up." <laughs> Yeah, I give a <laughs> but they do like something very underhanded. They like the flagship kind of stays back and starts collecting like the corpses, right? The Klingon corpses fr- around the space. Right? <laughs> they're, they're super important co- coffins. Yeah, that they no, 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 just the, the corpses. Yeah. They'll put them in coffins later. <laughs> oh right, yeah, 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 and they're like, oh, let's gotta put- replenish our shield. Hold on, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they do like this kind of. Fuck that thing, like when you think, like basically they they teleport a a photon torpedo onto a corpse that then gets yeah. sucked up by the flagship and then it explodes. It's sneaky. It's, it's very super sneaky. sneaky and kind of very underhanded, like something that like you know Federation up to this this point. I don't think this is a strat like a. You know, like a strategy they would use. It does seem very underhanded. Like more Cardassians, mm-hmm. the goddamn Cardassians would this do it. This is a very Cardassian kind of trick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's or just... perhaps even a sneaky Bajoran trick. 
For the rebellion. For the rebellion. Yeah. I could see Bajoran rebels doing this. <laughs> the Marquis would totally do oh, this. Yeah, mine corpses. Booby traps corp booby trap corpses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I bet this was Balana's idea. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, she did fight. Uh, wait, no, she was in the Marquis, so. She was in the Marquis, She was, was in it, the Marquis. Yeah, yeah it would, it, she did reprogram that one torpedo, the, the AI <laughs> to torpedo. Go, to go and blow up Cardassian children. <laughs> to go blow up Cardassian children, yeah. And then, yeah. but it misses, missed completely, it just flew into. Yeah. The, flew, into uh, the, the uh, was it? hundreds of thousands of light years into the Delta Quadrant, the Delta Quadrant right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is kind of it is it is really weird, right? That that it, or is it more that it got pulled in by the 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 guy, the curator, or whatever? Oh, maybe, or maybe it just flew into a random wormhole, and it just happened to be. It could be whatever. You could just come up with whatever stupid space reason that it's out there. It doesn't, yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. They just wanted an episode out of it. But yeah. yeah, so after they do the sneaky move, Cardassian move uh, of blowing mm-hmm. up their ship by booby trapping a corpse, it like falls apart. The ship kind of falls apart. The shields go down, and then. They realize now, you know, they're on the on the transportation pods, uh, transporter pods, and they're like, "Let's go in there now. We gotta capture him, right?" So I'm gonna go get the Kovma. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get the Kovma. Um, we gotta go get the Kovni. Yeah, David the Kovni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They gotta go get him. Yeah. So, uh, so they do the thing. They yeah. go in there. They shoot some Klingons. Yeah, they have. Uh, they just have a shootout. There's a big. It's a big cinematic action sequence. Very cinematic on the Klingon ship. You get to see all these new Klingon designs fighting, and you don't have pew pew pew. It's not the kind of shootout that we had before, where they just like stand behind a crate or a pillar, and then they look yeah. out and they bzzz, and then they <laughs> take over again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then they peep out, and then they'll bzzz again. And this is a lot more. It does, you know. It, they do want to make this series a lot more cinematic than it than yeah. it was. I guess you know we did have Star Trek Enterprise, but nobody remembers that that it was a bit more cinematic when it comes to. Like, it was slightly more cinematic, but not not to the degree that that Discovery is. Yeah, like like Discovery is is trying to. I think we talked about it a bit last episode, but Discovery feels like it's trying to be similar to the uh, the, the, the the Kelvin timeline yeah, the G- kind of G- G- original G- series more than the original series. The Jabrams movies. Jabrams. But yeah, like like the reason like I always explain the fact that like, you know, the 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 Federation and like the way the fights looked in like the uh, the choreographed fights, the fist fights, and whatever, all even mm-hmm. like just shootouts looked in in Star very Trek, slow. A, a very slow and uh, and kind of like you know janky. I always yeah. just explain that way by the fact that like for some reason, I guess the technology, like uh, the technological progress that like you know the technology they had, it just made any other way of fighting like few like not good, you know. So they just had yeah. to. These are the best tactics, you know, <laughs> like you know, mm-hmm. uh, th- like you know when Kirk uses the 
double hammer fist down, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, oh, I just... On the back of people's spine. Yeah, but I'm just like, oh, this is like, you know, a normal punch won't do anymore. It has to be like, oh, it has to be... Per- like, this is like, you know, Federation-like yeah. uh, doctrine to use this sort of like... This know. is the... This is the the Starfleet equivalent of a Krav Maga. Krav Maga. This is the cru- new Krav <laughs> yeah. Maga, you know. Uh, new Krav Maga. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't realize that, like, if you, you had, like, the X-ray, uh, like, finishers from... Not finishers, but, like, the X-ray uh, vision from... Uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, you you would see that like that fist go down and like the the spine just cracking, you know. The the all of the Gorn's bones just shatter into a million pieces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we don't With see one that double hand fist hammer strike. <laughs> they didn't have the technology back then they while they were have, making they the, the, the original. But now story. we have the technology yeah. with Discovery. Yeah, but they do backflips and they do like the modern yeah. cor- combat choreography, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, which I kind of, uh, you know, it is somewhat like good fine. choreography. It's yeah. a fine choreography, right? I mean, you know, it's like modern cinematic action. There's a lot of cuts and stuff. You gotta hide the, you gotta hide the actors changing to the the stunt doubles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course. You, you know, it's kind of just like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, they they have the shootout, and what happens? Didn't he? Takes he takes to Kafma. He kills. He kills Georgie. Yeah, he kills George. And then and then Michael goes into a blood rage. Yeah. and incinerates him. Yeah, she has her phaser set to ultra kill. <laughs> ultra kill. Yeah, she she puts the little, the little letter. Yeah. We see the red light come on, and we were like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know? oh no! And then she shoots to Kafma and. Didn't she just blast a hole in him or something? Yeah, like that. That's At the highest, it should technically incinerate. Something. Yeah, like we like disintegrate them. Yeah, but. like I, 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 I said that. I was like, wouldn't that like we we kind of established that like in Star Trek that like if you put like the phaser on like the highest setting, it just like just disintegrates you. It just somebody outright said it. Yeah, somebody outright. I think in Voyager. Yeah, somebody like outright said like they get it, and they're like. You know, this thing could disintegrate somebody yeah. or something. Yeah, like it's established, but now it's just like, eh, it just blasts a hole in him because it's a bit more like, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, no, no, not as know, cheesy, I guess. We know why because he he falls to the floor, but he's oh, still yeah, alive, yeah. right? He is alive. Mm. Uh, what happens? They have to like uh, the just... other the the albino Klingon goes up and has a conversation with him. Yeah, right? but they they teleport. Uh, 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 Michael away, yeah. right, or something like back that. Back to the back to the Shenju. Yeah, why no. don't they, they? They can't teleport. Uh, She's the dead. Captain right? away because She's dead. Sh- they can't get a lock on on her, right? So they just go like, well, fuck her. Yeah, I guess we're just saving the traitor. The Michael. traitor Michael. So the yeah, mutineer Michael. Yeah, so uh, that happens. She's gone, and then the, the freak. The albino, uh, albino, albino freak. the albino calling on freak. Yeah, comes to yeah. Uh, to Kafma and he's like, you know, he's talking to him about how you know now, I'll 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 continue your work basically, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, now I'll be Kalos. Yeah, <laughs> now it's my time. My time. Uh, now it's my turn. Yeah, to be and Kalos. that's the reason why he couldn't be disintegrated. <laughs> finally, because finally, a white Kalos. Yeah, 
Why not white Kalos? Why not white Kalos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he that's why he couldn't be he couldn't be disintegrated, so he gives him his like his like blessing to like go and fight for me or whatever. They and then like all the like the ship oh that's the reason I guess they don't they, have time uh, because yeah. they have to uh, get rid they have to what's it called? They have to disembark the ship or like uh, they have to get into the escape pods and they have like this is actually quite cool scene, right? When they have they engage the escape pods and the and mm. you get the you get to see them all firing off from the top of the yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's, go, uh, <laughs> some people that would probably have like that um, that phobia of holes would probably get like a little bit triggered by that scene. Tri- <laughs> Tryptophobia, tryptophobia. <laughs> yeah, they just because yeah. the, the the Enterprise is just like full of holes as the it's just uh, the, just spewing out. Yeah, weird, <laughs> from weird pods spewing out of yeah. the the. I'm just calling it Enterprise, and it's called something completely different. It's called the Shenju. Shenju, right? Uh, Shen Shenju. <laughs> it's Shen S E H E N, and then Z H. Shenzhen. Zhu. Shenzhen. Shenzhen. The, 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 the most po- prosperous and industrial part of district of China. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> sure. But yeah, and then it, they do that. They do the escape with the escape pods, and then they get the the court. We see the back on the earth. Court Marshal Michael is like yep. in. They do like that thing where you don't. There's like the board, and you don't see their faces, yeah. and they look like it's a like, shadowy room. Yeah. It's like Outpost Thirty One. Yeah, like Out Two. Not not Outpost Thirty. It's Section. Uh, Section Thirty Two. Section Sixty Nine. Section Thirty One. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Section Thirty One. But yeah, and they're like, you know, like you've done this, you you participated in the coup, you you you, you assaulted a fellow officer, you, you mm-hmm. literally started a war between the Federation and going on. Yeah, you are the sole reason why there is a war. Yeah, literally, like we're gonna call you uh, Mutiny Michael. Now. They wanted you to attack them. They they wanted that. Yeah. They wanted you to do the the Klingon hello, and you didn't do. You, you, you be, <laughs> the Vulcan hello. It's a Vulcan hello oh, and a Klingon yeah, goodbye. The Klingon goodbye. But she didn't have enough. She didn't mutiny fast enough because it. She one of the most, <laughs> most. Like I don't even know what to call it. Like pathetic attempt at a mutiny I ever seen. I think. Right, well, it's like she does the she does the uh, Vulcan nerve pinch on the captain, and then she wakes up like fucking two minutes <laughs> later. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> she grabs a gun and she's like, "You just try and Vulcan nerve pinch me, bro, yeah. it, it, <laughs> with your weak ass human fingers." Yeah, yeah, it's like she because like Vulcans are what like Vulcans so are like, like super strong. They're like three times stronger than humans, right? Something crazy. Yeah, we they see, got they got good bone density. Yeah, we see we see multiple like outbursts of like of Vulcans just going like ham on humans like when they lose control. Yeah. Like they have that mm-hmm. scene where they have the in Star Trek Enterprise they have the episode with the mind meld rapist. Remember? Yeah, the first thing, the first encounter with like mind Con- meld content warming. What? <laughs> Content warning. Yeah, I guess. content warning. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's he called? Archer comes into the room and he's like, You're all like, this is not okay what you did. He's like, No, where's the ball? I gotta get at it. And he like grabs Archer and just lifts him up and hits him against the roof of the. So this episode, 
It just ends with the court martial and that's Michael it. Michael is arrested. And she's imprisoned for life. That's the thing. She She is she will she's gonna go to that very comfy looking New Zealand prison colony that Paris was in. Yeah, exactly. For life. It looks kinda honestly, it looks kinda nice there. Yeah. Yeah. You just do you just do some labor and yeah. that's it. Yeah, you do. And then you get to hang out and play uh, pool and volleyball and stuff. Yeah, you do uh, a mild manual labor. Yeah, <laughs> you build like a shack. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you build a shack over the course of like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. You can take as long as you want. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> It's fine. Worry. <laughs> it's fine. You'll be here a while. Yeah, just, just take your time. What the f- fine. What? Because it's like the thing about prison labor is that it is it's slavery. You know. Yeah. It's it's indentured servitude. So it doesn't make any sense that they would have hard labor in prison colonies in Star Trek, es- or at least not in Federation prison es- colonies, especially on Earth, right? Like especially. Yeah, because it's like, what are they, what are they? There's a point. That's not rehabilitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's slave labor. Especially, like, it's weird, like, especially, like, for life, you know, like, life in prison. Like, she gets, because she, uh, yeah. Like, it, I mean, I know why. I know that from a writing perspective, it's like, well, we need the viewer to be able to tell that it's prison. Yeah. And prison equals hard labor in Western, in, in like the US and UK or whatever. Yeah. So have them doing hard labor. Yeah. Because if you just had like an actual prison or a penal colony in this show that looked more like actual like rehabilitation... People would be like, "What? What? what, what why? They, what? What? This is why? This doesn't look like prison." Yeah, this, was, this doesn't make any this sense. This is like one of those Norwegian prisons. This is like one of those those cringe socialist yeah. prisons. Yeah, I don't want that in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. socialism in Star. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. That's not. No, <laughs> thank you. I, I I really like the uniforms in Star Trek. I just I just like the army aspect of it. <laughs> the, the rank aspect and just the like hierarchy. I just like the I just like the going out and murdering aliens aspect. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I like Star Trek. Yeah, for. that's the only thing that I like about Star mm-hmm. Trek. It's the only thing I get out of it. The rest of it, I just sort of tune out. Yeah, because it is weird. Because like, I guess it's like a lot. Because like, it. Like, looking at punishment, especially in, like, Star Trek, like, you are being limited to, like, there is the idea that there is the space, the endless possibilities of space out there, and if you're in prison, then you're, like, you are cut off from that, you are being, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you are being, um, you know, deprived of that ability, which I think would be quite, quite tough on someone, right? Yeah. You know? Unless you're very much just like a person that goes, I, I just like to lie in bed and exist, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, uh, it's um, it's interesting. It's like because I can understand why Cardassians would have prisons like that. Yeah, because you know, yeah, because they 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 are evil. Yeah, and the judicial system is like, yeah, you are. Guilty. It, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is stupid. We're just do show call. Like we we do. Ju- yeah, ju- uh, yeah. Basically, we do ju- straight up. Ju- the whole reason we've already said you are guilty, so you are guilty. Um, we just do court, but you know, because we think it's fun. Yeah, it's like blood spot, but blood court instead. You know, <laughs> blood court. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go to blood court, bro. Yeah, um, check out the Klingon court. courts are pretty cool. Like, they got Klingon they got sick. the ball. They got the amazing gavels yeah. that are just like a magnetic magnetic ball that you slam against a rock yeah. and it goes gunk. Yeah, like sparks fly everywhere. Yeah. So sick. I wish I had that. Yeah. It would be so cool. And you can get represented by Grandpa War. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? And he he looks he looks nothing like, you know. He War. doesn't look anything like Michael Dorn, and he definitely doesn't sound like Michael Dorn. <laughs> so don't even think it. But yeah. So Michael is in prison for life. Um, the weeds, uh, and then yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm saying and no more Starfleet. That's the end of Discovery. Yeah, this is, we got to milk Discovery per episode, guys. So yeah, you know, we're not gonna mutiny, mention mutiny, next episode. Mutiny Michael, you get mutiny Michael. If you wanna hear our opinion about the next episode, you gotta listen to the next episode. You, you actually don't fucking listen to it. If you wanna hear our great jokes about um, spores, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have so many great spore <laughs> jokes. Um, we're gonna have great jokes about uh, Michael's like new roommate, her new bestie. Yeah, her new bestie. Don't spoil She's it. Don't great... spoil it. Oh my goodness! I gotta stop. That's just the tease. Yeah, that's just. I the have. Tease. To, uh, I, I did. I was going to mention. I had an energy yeah. drink. I had a monster. Ultra Paradise okay. before I yeah. I recorded this episode and I it did make me think about if they have like monster in Star Trek. You, you think they still have monster? Yeah, I don't. Th- I feel you could probably replicate. Yeah, monster. yeah. Picard is like honestly. I mean, probably the closest we might ever experience to replicated like beverages. Is energy? It is energy drinks? It's like Picard. <laughs> probably the closest thing that we can ever have. Picard is like computer. <laughs> Monster, monster energy. Monster energy. Hot. Even <laughs> a hot monster energy. Energy drink. Monster. Hot. It's a can and it's already like open. <laughs> you know, it's not it's open. Like... He opens it and like steam comes out. And, like, it burns his finger. <laughs> the metal is just like starting to glow red. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> I I drank I drank yesterday and I kind of want to get another one. I drank a Coca Cola intergalactic flavor. What are you talking about? (laughs) Intergalactic. I can bring it up because it's intergalactic. It's basically oh, you're right. Intergalactic flavor Coca Cola. Yeah. Do you think? And honestly, yeah. Tasted pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> kind of like, kind of drank it in the evening, and right up until I went to bed, I was like, man, I should get another one. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Coca-Cola Intergalactic. Coca-Cola Intergalactic. Go out, buy it. <laughs> Intergalactic, planetary, planetary, planetary intergalactic. intergalactic. Great. And get it? Because we stuff. can mention it, because it's intergalactic yeah. space, but it was also, Beastie Boys were also in the yeah. Kelvin timeline. Different... Different song, but you know. Yeah, but Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, still Backstreet Boys. Sabotage the Backstreet Boys. What if <laughs> Kelvin line timeline? <laughs> Kirk was just really into the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Right. I want yeah. it that way. Tell me why. <laughs> it's just, 
just plowing two alien ladies and it's just playing like all right playing like uptown girl cover by the backstreet boys jesus that'd be good that'd be cool yeah you you can make that then you can make a little youtube video replacing that that track yeah you replace sabotage and star trek beyond (laughs) you know they play it at the end to confuse all of the shit yeah with whatever you want with whatever i want it could be whatever i want yeah it could be Morning could be Glory by Ween. Could be Morning Glory. <laughs> that would be even more be. effective than it. <laughs> Honestly, that would be so. That would that would probably be a one hundred percent success rate in wiping out those ships <laughs> if they chose Morning Glory by Ween. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's episode two of Star Trek, and episode two of Dead Ensigns. I was thinking about maybe we could vary it up every now and then. You know. What do you mean? Sometimes maybe we just talk about Star Trek for a bit and not necessarily an episode. Yeah, you know. Well, tell us what you think after we make multiple <laughs> episodes and won't be able to change tell them us. because we need some sort of ba- backlog before we can actually... Yeah, send, us a, send us a communication. <laughs> nice. Send us a communication on your communicator. Use your... We gotta keep it Star Trek. To send a subspace transmission to our mailbox. I don't know. And that mailbox is deadensons at gmail.com. Engage Engage. with us on social media. Nice. Fabricate an email and send it (laughs) to to us. We have to go and fabricate a hosting service (laughs) for this what are your secrets to efficient consumption of media? Um, Red Bull. You don't drink. You, sip, you don't drink one of those caffeinated drinks. So I literally just said I drank a Coca-Cola. Oh yeah, I forgot that it does have. How is that? Come it on. has coca leaves. It's not. It's different. It's coca leaves. Ah, cocaine. It's still caffeine. Cocaine. It's still caffeine. <laughs> That's what I felt after I drank the intergalactic one. I was like, damn, did they put the cocaine back in this shit? Nice. I want another one. Yeah. I want another one right now. <laughs> Computer, a Coca-Cola <laughs> classic. Add the cocaine. Computer, cocaine. Skipping the Coca-Cola. It just summons like a fucking Scarface to- <laughs> like fucking pile of cocaine right there in the replicator. <laughs> Just comes back onto the bridge. And he's just like his hands are covered in like white dust, and his nose is he looks covered. Looks like in... fucking. Looks like fucking white chicks. <laughs> yeah. Slammed his face. In. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Ooh, that's good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Fucking mm. engage. <laughs> fucking engage. <laughs> All right, let's end this right, episode. Goodbye. Bye. It's shorted out, sir. We're gonna have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better and... I can't, sir. We don't want to... That's enough. But, sir... Stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. You're alive. Good.